usually after service, we have the afterglow. <laughs> we talk about the service and talk about, well, get feed, I get feedback from you guys and, I know, just have a discussion. That's probably the most important part of the service. So, we open the floor to any ideas and opinions. Well, I was just thinking about how in Italian art, there's a certain topic called, um, sac I don't speak Italian, but sacra conversazione, where it's sacred conversation. And usually they'll have a saint in the picture, or they'll have the virgin and the Christ child, and then there will be a group of, of usually men around them who are engaged in what looks like civil and maybe quiet conversation. And I think part of talking with people that disagree with us is remembering who's at the center of that conversation um, and why we're having it. Yeah. Good. So uh, what you two said hit home. You know, what's the difference between us and the political debate, Christ at the center, and acknowledging, okay, I'm not right, I'm lesser even than all of you, but Christ you know, is what we're going for. You don't see that in politics, but um, and then yeah, sister-in-law not wanting, not able to change him, like you're saying. You know, two things I'm gonna walk away today. It's different versus I'm not gonna say uh, God's God of the second chance. That's I guess what I've always thought, but really he's God of the seven times seventy-seven chance. You know, infinite. Yeah. What I'm experiencing now more is he didn't even care if I mess up. But hey, Greg, he shows up. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Uh, it's really messed up right now. Uh, yeah. You know, and he just waits for me to want to change. He's not like, oh, here's what you got to do. Here's a prescription. Um, and so that's for me personally. And then, secondly, uh, for others, where I want to change them, and this is humbling as a business consultant, I'm supposed to change organizations. And I realize maybe for a few months we could change something. We walk away, if they don't want to change their year later, they're going to be back like they were. So, <clears throat> same thing with others. I want to try to be more like God, show up, go, hey, how's it going? If you want to, I can help you work on, help you do. No, okay. You don't want to change. I get it. Uh, not saying that, just walking, <laughs> letting them, you know, know and, and let maybe letting the world or reality or even Satan beat up on us. I think, you know, God let Satan beat up on me. It's like, why, why are you doing that? And I realize he's, he's okay with that because there's something else he's trying to do that's going to make me want to change, I think, not him trying to change me. Anyway, and the father comments, of course, the two sons here, Caleb and Nate, and I appreciate them. Sometimes I'm the one who needs the adult supervision, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're gracious and not pointing that out all the time either. So thank you. Yeah, people aren't going to... You can't make anybody change. You can maybe... By trying to make them change, you can make them dislike you more, maybe. But it has to, definitely has to be an internal. That's what they say, you know, like in A and A, NA, you have to hit your rock bottom, sort of thing. You have to come to that place where you want, you want change. It can't come externally. You know, it has to be completely internal. And and yet, God's a God of grace and and patience. Gonna wait it out. I think you know 
back to Martin Luther King Jr. and Gandhi, uh, even Nelson Mandela, I saw people change. You know? And I think you know, I think Jesus saw people change. And I think Paul saw people change. Um, but I think about how do you how do you do that? The same way how do you how do you eat an elephant? Do you know how you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I think you're right. I think you want to be ready for that. So, but we can, all we can do is live. says about conversions he says in evangelism quote unquote he says if if conversions are to happen it should be by enacting the sermon on the mount and maybe you don't even mention the name of Jesus maybe you don't even mention your religion but just by enacting that love you inspire others to want to be like that right that's what me. I mean, I had a buddy who just loved me unconditionally. I thought he was just a Sunday Christian or a lukewarm Christian because he seemed so nice and caring. Whatever helps him sleep at night, you know. But then eventually that love, I was like, why do you love me so much? Why do you care so much? He's like, well, that's what the Bible says. And I'm like, yeah, but I've got to do this, this, this. He's like, no, you're making Christ death in vain. You're trying to earn your salvation. You're trying to... I was like, what? You know, and it was somebody who loved me a lot. That was why I changed. You know, I had enough people tell me I was wrong or bad or this or that. It took somebody who was actually willing to put in some time. It was a roommate, so it really put in time. You know, it was like a brother to me. See some of that change. Sometime. <laughs> Just, I, I love the Bible um, and just seeing Jesus being so subversive to like empire where he was at, the religious people around him. There's that part in scripture where you're like, I came to bring peace to those close and far off, you know, like the Gentiles and the Jews. And like, it's like Jesus just came in and I love kind of, the, you know, the story of the money changing in the temple where he just kind of comes in and flips it. Sometimes I just feel like he's doing that in like all of our minds and in our you know in our ideologies. Like he, we're, we're like I'm gonna have this view and I'm gonna hold it and blah blah blah. And then Jesus just comes in and is like, you're like no, no you don't. Like you think you have this close knit view, and some some of our views will, will hold the rest of our lives, and some of them we might you know switch next week. And I think that's fine, but I just love how the subversiveness of like Jesus will can go through or like. I don't want to have unity with this person that I don't like. Well, sorry. Like, that's what Jesus tells us to do. I don't want to love this family member or friend who's a complete jerk to me. Well, sorry. But, you know, we need to strive to do that. And Jesus was saying that at a time where it was like 
these are the accepted people, these are not the accepted people. And Jesus was like, no, I'm sorry, everyone's accepted it, just go deal with it. And I think that's why the message of Jesus is so strong. It's because he's like, I don't care what you've done, who you are, what race, you know, sexual orientation, whatever you, however you are, I'm here for everyone. And I don't think, still, 2,000 years later, the world doesn't understand it and doesn't get it. And we're trying, you know, churches and groups and organizations are trying to do it. You know, maybe it takes another 2,000 years. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely all have a agenda. Might be someone's nap time. Sing.